Welcome, listeners, to part two of the pilot for Conversation in Progress. That was rather cringe-inducing, to say the least. You could definitely hear the inebriation in my voice at multiple points. Um, It's kind of hilarious, but uh, not really. But I'm not under the influence of any mind-altering substance, uh, at least not that I know of. Although I wish I was, given all the events that folded throughout this crazy, absurd year that is 2020, which I'll get into in just a second. Uh, The big old elephant in the room that is 2020. We are just mere two weeks from heading into 2021, hopefully moving on to bigger and better things for everybody involved. But anyway, we all know how much of a shitstorm that this year was for pretty much everybody. Um, COVID, the riots, um, a lot of really bad tension with, um, you know, the recent presidential election. And I don't wish to go into much detail, at least not for this episode. I want to keep it a slightly more lighthearted and focus on more important things to me like music and I don't know yeah that'd be a good place to start wouldn't it but anyway I kind of had a feeling this is going to be a pretty shitty year when uh, Kobe died remember that Uh, Kobe and his daughter and that I believe helicopter crash somewhere in the LA area back in January and that was without a doubt even if you weren't a sports head sports fan you know, you can't say enough good stuff about, you know, the Black Mamba. Yeah, Angelinos in particular felt his death. And why wouldn't they? You know, one of the greatest athletes of all time, R.I.P. And in the same month, nonetheless, I was out in project, on a project, uh, removing social trails and building new ones in West Sedona, Arizona, when I was an AmeriCorps member with Ace. And I usually don't check my phone because uh, T-Mobile was pretty shitty. And I wouldn't have gotten a good reception anyway in the area. But there is one patch where I did get a few bars. So out I popped my phone and I found out that... Find out, excuse me, that... One of the greatest drummers of all time, Neil Peart. Uh, someone who I actually really, really looked up to as a drummer of almost 15 years now had been going uh had been battling uh cancer a very a very severe form for who knows how long now and passed away prematurely to at age 67 yeah that death hit me like like a brick wall um any of you who actually know me and if we go way back, know that I'm a huge Rush head. Um, all of that Pink Floyd, yes, Genesis, Rush, that progressive rock kind of stuff. I'm really big on that. And I just remember like when trying to learn all the Rush on songs that I could, even though I was, I was like shitty, trying my best learning them. But 
I even got a similar colored like red sparkle drum kit like the one that Neil had. But yeah, he can't be understated. Uh, he's a legend and I'm so sad that I never got to see him perform with Rush. Um, I wasn't driving and I didn't have a lot of money. At 16 or 17 was one when they did that, one of their last tours. So that's something I'll have to live with the rest of my life. But at least we still have the music, right? So then after the passing of Neil Peart, we have Eddie Van Halen, age 65. Also, coincidentally, passed away due to a form of cancer. Um, this time, I believe, is on. it was on him. Nothing against Eddie, but, you know, anyone who knows a thing or two about Van Halen knows that he chain-smoked like a mofo. That's what most likely did him in the end, but still pretty sad to think about. Um, the legacy, though, that the man left behind probably influenced more guitar players and just about anyone else except for Hendrix maybe maybe Stevie Ray Vaughan I don't know I'm a drummer what do I know but still that dude was badass and sucks I never got to see him play too unfortunately but it is what it is hmm yeah live music is a bust do the all these uh covid restrictions in place and regulations and social distancing and whatnot and i gotta tell you as someone who lives breathes and sleeps music um it's pretty unfortunate to say the least it sucks and that's putting it mildly it makes me miss being in a in a cramped up sweaty room with about a hundred or couple hundred people just like cramped up in a nice little intimate venue i always find those those types of live situations to be more preferable than like you know sitting all the way in the back of the bleachers at some arena um you know I definitely prefer those smaller venue type situations. Or at least I used to when live music was still a thing. Like when I was still living in SoCal, one of my favorite venues in the LA area was called the Terragram, which is off 7th Street. I believe it's pretty close to downtown, if not downtown LA. And I saw many a great show there. I saw the story so far, Drug Church, turnstile i saw johnny marr there formerly of the smiths and modest mouse felt like i saw another artist play oh i saw cloud nothings there they're not as well known but they're a pretty cool band out of uh, cleveland ohio i actually went with my best friend miguel and his wife mercedes or then wife i don't know those two are always at odds. 
but they have a very special, unique relationship for sure. But anyway, long story short, we were there waiting in line. We were pre-gaming. We were drinking Tall Boys in my my then Suzuki SUV. It was an XL7. And we were waiting in line. Um, and then I just turn around and I see, I see uh, Dylan Baldy. I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce his last name. Sure, it seems like it to me. But anyway, he was there with his drummer. And, like, I recognized him right away because he's, he's this, like, red-haired fellow. So I just, like, told him what's up, and he said hi back. And that was, like, one of the very few times I felt like, all right, I met a rock star or, or indie star. <clears throat> Sorry, my throat's kind of dry. But that was... Ah, oh, man, I've had so many great times at the, at the Terragram Ballroom. I, I pray to God that they do not close down because of COVID. Because that venue holds just too many special memories for me. Yeah, I've been in Colorado for just under four months. Maybe three and a half months, that seems right. And I've been trying to network. I've been going on a Craigslist to network with musicians in the area just to set up some jams and I've been successful in finding a few other individuals who who are pretty good players but um, as is the case with most people on Craigslist they tend to lag or they tend to be busy or make up excuses and whatnot and i I get the sentiment um, with the whole the whole situation being the way it is due to coronavirus. Um, people's priorities aren't exactly, you know, taking time off work to play in some little band. And I get it. You know, I just feel like it's something necessary to, like, you know, keep from going insane pretty much. But I've just been keeping busy by trying to read more, trying to stay off my phone as much as I can, and failing miserably, just absolutely failing. I've been spending so much time on this shit, it's pathetic. But what can you do? But I have been playing music. I bought a Squire Jaguar, which plays almost like a Fender. That thing's sweet. I bought a Tascam recording port, excuse me, portable studio, a microphone and a little cheap little keyboard. Trying to teach myself how to play keyboard in addition to guitar, and I've been trying to write songs and trying to let the new environment inspire me. You know, you know, I have the time to do that since I'm only a part timer at the Dollar Tree, so. I find that when I have something constructive to do, I don't get as anxious. Of course, unless I have too much stuff to do in a certain amount of time, then I'm anxious as ever before. It's when I sit around and do nothing and, you know, it's good to take moments for yourself to, you know, reflect on things, maybe write some notes in your little journal, meditate, go for a nice walk alone somewhere in nature I'm pretty much in the perfect place to do all those things 
and I'm not trying to talk shit on I'm California being a native I feel like those are getting a little hard to find but just 23 years of living there and just watching it grow so fast uh, much like anywhere else in the country it's it's disheartening to see what certain politicians and governors are doing or better yet for you not doing to make the state a better place to live you know it's unfortunate and I hope something changes really soon because despite being a Colorado resident I have many friends and family in fact uh, you might be friends or family listening to this right now who are still in California and Hey, if you're happy and content there and you have everything you need to survive and make a comfortable living, more power to you. I just personally got tired of it and I didn't see a, I didn't see much of a sustainable future for myself there. And that's why I got out of Dodge and I'm not alone in that opinion. Uh, Californians are flooding just about every other state you could think of and getting a bad rep because of it but that's a whole nother issue in itself isn't it but yeah I mean if you are going to move out just leave certain ideologies and things behind try to adjust to the slower pace of life you know don't drive like an asshole you know, don't give the guy who cut you off the bird unless he really deserves, deserves it. And just have respect for the place that you moved to. Well, well, well. Friends, if you have made it this far into this ending segment of my first two episodes, thank you very much for bearing with me I don't really have a structure, at least not yet, and I'm pretty much making up everything as I'm going, so thank you for your patience, and I hope you've uh, been entertained at least a little bit. I promise next time I will have more of a formal, you know, show segment, ending segment, hopefully some very interesting guest speakers, and hope whatever time zone you happen to be in right now, you're having an awesome morning afternoon uh night evening i don't know if i've already said that i'm pretty tired and yeah hopefully these last weeks of 2020 will be the best ones yet and that bigger and better things will follow in 2021 none of this lockdown bullshit hopefully we can go back to regular lives live life the the way it was meant to be lived and on that positive note this is John signing off have a good one Mm -hmm.